There we go. Um, yeah, so um, this is Nexus Knights. This is the Temporal Trek Nexus Knights. There we this go. This is Nexus Knights, indeed. Yes, here we are again. Yes. Sorry, I'm just drinking my coffee then. Um, <laughs> that's professional podcasting for you right there. Uh, how are you, Dan? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, as I was putting on social media, I was being an adult yesterday and uh, edited or finalised the edit on five of our Temporal Trek episodes all in one go, all the behind the scenes and all the little sound effects. Um, so very, very productive morning. Yeah, bloody um, Yeah, it, well, I'd had them all edited. Like I got rid of all the ums and ahs and coughs and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I hadn't put in any of the, the extra sound effects, so that was all good. Spreadsheets, you know, adult in stuff. Indeed. It's crazy. Well, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you get through the day? It's crazy. Uh, do you know what? I honestly don't know because I'm the same. Adult <laughs> in is not something that I excel at. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're here to to talk Trek as always. Uh, Treko babble. Uh, I think I think I might yep. call it Treko babble segment yep. as our, our thing right now. <laughs> um, so we've got disco. We've got yes. the card, and we've yes. got. Uh, some announcement uh, for the Strange New Worlds, which has, uh, you know, I, I hate to be like hyperbolic and stuff like that, but it feels like it's divided the fan base. I feel like there's a there's equal arguments on both sides. There's obviously the ranter, yep. the ranters, the ones who take it yes. a bit too far and say like my childhood is ruined. Yeah, yes. you, you can go away. You can go away. Let's have a legit argument uh, and talk about this. Um, and uh, there are the people who love it unquestionably, and it's like. Mm, there are things to discuss shall we say so let's be moderate let's be moderate that's uh, like a good podcast that we are anyway uh we'll come to that in a moment um we should we go uh chronologically in what order what okay. released first over here in the uk yeah and then go that way cool. um so over here in the uk we get picard first so picard episode two uh your thoughts another cracking episode mm-hmm. has to be said yes yeah very good mm. i am um I am extremely impressed so far, mm. as I think, uh, talking of uh, splitting the fan base, I don't think we've really split the fan base on that. Mm. I think that's um, pretty universal. There is, as you say, a couple of renters. As always. A few renters about, but basically I think, um, yeah, I think everyone's mm. loving it. Mm. I, I really don't see a, a legitimate Kurtzman destroying the, the Trek rant about it yet um you know uh, not that there are that many legitimate ones but you know uh, most of the ones they come out the woodwork literally the day it's released yes nothing it, it's like a tumbleweed it's crazy um and maybe there's reasons for it maybe there's just you know it's good television who knows crazy thought um <laughs> but but no the pacing was good the character makes sense everything they set up in episode one they are now showing the darker twisted alternative beautiful absolutely beautiful um q should we talk about q let's talk about q he's sick he's dying yeah um interesting isn't it i mean it was only like picard picking up on something so he hasn't he hasn't said anything has he? he hasn't confirmed anything but you know picard knows q probably as well as anybody does really and um yes it's very interesting isn't it i mean it doesn't make sense, really. No. Because he's the Q, you know, and Q are immortal. Or I don't even know if they're sort of alive exactly. I don't know quite what, what they are, you know. They're, exactly, yeah. They're not know, so, biological. Well, exactly, yeah. So intriguing, that is. And, and I'm interested to see what they do with that, mm. uh, whether that's just a little, you know, a little thing they dropped in or whether it's going to be something, 
you know, why did, I mean, I suppose the question is, why has Q come back now? Mm. You know, why now? There must be some driving force behind that. So that's interesting in itself. Mm. You know, he's obviously still his sort of, um, still his old self in lots of ways. Yeah. <laughs> mischievous. I, I did like the fourth wall breaking, how yesterday's enterprise of you and all the, the little references yeah. here and there. Very, yeah. very cool. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, very interesting and, and um, intriguing. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it so far. We're, we'll see what happens with Q because he sort of set everything in motion, whether he'd be involved, you know, sort of ongoingly or whether just sort of he'd be in the background a little bit, just sort of pulling the strings or, or whatever it is that he's got planned. Mm. But yes, exciting stuff. There's... There was something in that performance when um, Picard is sort of saying, I'm tired of your bullshit and all this sort of stuff. And he's really aggressive with him. Then he notices something and how Q turns and how he doesn't quite come back in the same way he used to. You aren't well. And just Picard moving from outrage to care and empathy yes. in, in a dime. It just felt so Picard. It was so good yes. that it's like, oh, there's an inlet here. There's a way I can get a reach to Q. And But Q was sort of holding back again. Mm. And there was something really refreshing to watch the show where Q isn't telling us everything about his, himself, mm. he's, the way he's feeling. He is actually holding it in, but it's all done with facial expression. You know, he's yeah. he's clearly not himself because he's twitching and he's not really giving in and it's nice to feel like we're going to get to know this it's not just instantly put out there um for you know just a dump of information and then we have to sort of pedal through it it's going to take time to really get through to him and and have that time to to get to see q again it's just nice um you know i know it's fan service i know there is like an element of like let's get the people in and obviously your your thoughts on fan service uh there you go uh, well, yeah, do you know what? It's funny because, you know, I've raved and rented against, talking of raving and renting, I've raved and rented. But I think they're doing it pretty well at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, I think, again, I think we spoke about this in the first episode, you know, Q and Guinan. Mm. It makes sense to be there. You know, they're, they're, they're integral to Picard in lots of ways. Yeah. You know, of all the sort of occasional characters, mm-hmm. I think they're probably the two. Maybe... Um, um, the the uh, Vash maybe, but mm. I never really liked Vash particularly. But she she was in the sort of one, you know. But other than that, mm. I think um, those two make sense to be part of his life again. Yeah, in some way. Whereas I think you know we're, we're going to talk about Strange New Worlds, but the the character that's been announced as Strange New Worlds feels much more like he's been sort of wedged in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you know, There's... this feels natural. Yeah, it is natural. Um, I've seen people say organic. You know, it makes sense that later on in Picard's life, you would come back to certain things and characters and they would always be there. Um, you know, it's it's still a disappointment that they haven't answered what happened to Beverly, given that how large a part of Picard's story yeah, that was. Yeah, um, And that obviously the Laris love interest story is something that's going to come into it, which I don't mind. New character, love getting to know new characters. But it would be nice to just have like, you know, I ruined things with Beverly or Beverly, you know, was the love of my life and I I failed her. You know, some just a line just to say Mm. an acknowledgement that there was a part of his past that has now moved backwards for whatever reason. And then we go on from there. Um, So, yeah, there's little bits. 
the alternate future, the dark evil um, dark fleet, I think people are calling it. Uh, so we'll go for that. Um, a- any thoughts on the alternate world? You know, not as sort of sexy undertones as the mirror universe, um, but you know, there was some fun to be had against like the, mm. the silliness of the evil world. So your thoughts? Yes. Well, first of all, I'm glad it's not the, um, the mirror universe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of the mirror universe, I have to say. And I think, I think it was overused, well, not, well, maybe not overused, but it didn't need to be in in um, disco, personally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see, you know, with the stuff with Giorgio and stuff, but I, it wasn't my cup of tea, really. Um, so I'm glad it's not that. I'm glad it's an alternative future. Mm. I think it's very interesting for today's, I mean, talking of Star Trek and sci-fi in general, reflecting the world. Mm. It's an interesting choice and maybe an obvious choice in some ways, maybe. I mean, this would be, you know, this is the end of Trump's era, beginning mm-hmm. of, you know, so there was all that sort of Trumpian, mm. you know, there was the sort of attempted coup and stuff. And, yeah, you know, which sort of, I mean, it's maybe a little bit tenuous, but I can see where maybe people would find inspiration from that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the, the the sort of the world itself I liked I think it was consistent it felt real mm. Um, mm. which which worked really well it didn't it wasn't too campy as you sort of said and too sort of sexy trek um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was good I think it was balanced it was you know it was believable yeah yeah and we've only it looks like we're only going to see you know one episode of it really because they're going back now. So we'll see the, the, the embryonic stages of it maybe, but mm. we're not going to see the full-fledged world by the looks of things. But we saw enough to get a real feel for what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, there's there's elements of the mirror universe that just don't work in my head. I just don't feel like, well, how did they how did they get out of that? It doesn't make any sense. Like, how did they get past World War Three and, and all this kind of stuff if everyone's stabbing each other in the back? It doesn't quite marry in my head. But this it's just a slight twist on what yes. the Federation would do that they would work together because they have this hatred of all the other species, this xenophobia where the mirror universe was, everybody was out for everybody. If you were human, yeah. if you were alien, doesn't matter. I'll kill you. Whereas in this, there's a one central tenant that mm. they seem to follow in it. That is far more believable. And yeah, like you say, it, it, it makes sense in that universe consistently um, as to how the world razor would, would have gone on to, rain terror everywhere yeah. the skull the skull collection seems to have yes. gotten a lot of attention uh, i don't know if like this is a, some pent-up thing for star trek fans is we haven't had gore for quite some time and they just want to have something gory um i just like the detail i like that yeah. you know he killed descartes he killed martok yes. he killed everybody that matters yeah. in this universe picard did it all or general picard i should say did it all um any thoughts on the on skulls and things i thought they were great actually Mm. Um, really, I mean, it was what I think it did really well is it was really creepy, mm. and it just gave you this feel of this person, you know, who, what sort of person would have these skulls of his, you know, it's, it's almost like head hunting or something, you know, it's <laughs> these skulls of these fallen sort of enemies, mm. you know, and, and I loved, I mean, again, talking to fan service, you know, the, the fact it was gold to cat and stuff, and you know, you could argue it was a bit sort of obvious and a bit sort of but I, I liked it i thought it worked well you know mm. i really liked the ferengi skull yeah that was cool 
Yes. Um, maybe that was Zek. Maybe it was Quark. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, could be Zek. Could be Quark. Could be Rom. You know, yeah. maybe. Who knows? It just could be anybody. Um, Brunt, I think. Brunt deserves Brunt. it. If <laughs> it should have FCA just written at the bottom. Just, yeah. just... <laughs> But um, yeah, I, the, the kind of psychotic side of this General Picard, and I really liked that he sat down and watched some of the holograms of this General Picard giving his speeches and the kind of yeah. things he would say and how he, he hated that, that moment where he said, you know, a safe universe is a human universe. And he just closed his eyes. It's just so good, Picard. It's just subtle. Yes. It's understated. You instantly get all of the emotions that he's feeling without him having to say a single word. And I, I think that's where Picard is winning out for me. If I was yeah. to compare the two with Disco. Um, yeah. You know, disco takes too long explaining what we should be able mm. to figure out by a performance. Um, yeah. Given though, uh, saying too much, uh, Agnes Girati, yeah. possibly my favourite moment of the entire <laughs> thing is when she came up with the excuse. Yes. She, we give uh, seven shots. Um, I thought I heard the Borg <laughs> saying something. Uh, <laughs> then I found out that General Picard had this Romulan spy and it seemed to work out, but actually it turns out it was nothing. But she takes five minutes to explain all this in in, in just a wonderful stream of consciousness. And yes. yeah, absolutely beautiful. I think it was a great yeah. comedy moment, a genuine laugh out loud moment for me. Yes, I agree. I think her performance in general was really good. I think, um, yeah, just that sort of slightly manic side really worked really well. You know, there's a lot of control with with um, with Picard himself, yeah, and um, Raffi. I think is quite controlled as well. Mm. But Girati has this sort of just this edge of sort of you know she's sort of like the 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 sort of scatty scientist. Mm. You know, do you know what I mean? And she's sort of that. So yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, mm. yeah, and of course, as you can hear, there's a cat on my lap. Um, but yes. uh, we had spot spot 73 yes. i think it was <laughs> it's barbaric you know public executions are needless displays of authority to a people already sufficiently subjugated it's cruel and unusual and beyond disturbing that this day is so celebrated amongst the masses Where am i of course i say all this subject to the faith customary between a domesticant and their master meow Patton Oswalt, absolutely love him. He's uh, the voice of Ratatouille. He's in loads of other things that I've seen as well. Uh, huge Trekkie, huge nerd. Um, it's great to know I have him in the Star Trek family. Um, I'm, I'm a big Patton Oswalt fan anyway. I love his stand-up too. Um, so, uh, yeah, to see him in Star Trek was, uh, or hear him in Star Trek, I should say, was always good. But, uh, yeah, they're talking about the proletariat and the masses and it yes. appeals to everybody. Meow. Brilliant. Yeah. Get a cat in there. That's it. That's it. You've sold me on. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. I've got a cat and a dog now. So that's it. It's done. Yep. Um, yeah. I, don't, I can't think of anything else. It just, it all worked really well. And now they're going to yeah. go back in time. Yes. Which of course is right up your street. Oh yes. And I like the fact that they said it's like a dirty lower way of doing time travel. I like that. It's not a high minded kind of temporal vortex. It's like you could slingshot around a sun. Yeah. But we need a supercomputer. That's really dirty. That's, that's going to be really yeah. difficult to do. Uh, and that's why they need the board queen with them. It's a believable reason to bring someone like that on board your ship. Um, everything just made sense. So yeah. good. I'm looking forward to um, El- Elrond. No, hang on, what's his name? Elnor, yeah. Elnor, Elrond. Mm-hmm. El- Elnor wearing his uh, beanie hat. 
<laughs> yeah, did he did he have an accident with a rice picker? Is he uh, is he going round? Is he going round in long flowing robes, pretending like he's <laughs> he had a little too much LDS? I don't know. LDS, Who, that's right. Who's yeah. gonna have it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the other thing um, that I picked up, I didn't really pick up on it in the episode as such, but from looking at Twitter and stuff, was the thing about the the watcher. Mm. there's a watcher in 2024 yeah any guesses well a lot of people have said um guinan yep the only thing i thought about with that is because the they're they're the species is described as listeners aren't they good listeners not watchers and i just wonder because they're very you know they know their their law they know this the writers know you know would they put that in a a as a not as a mistake exactly but or would they put it in to throw us off? Mm. But somebody said, and I can't remember who it was, but I saw it. Maybe it's the guy, um, Carl. from mm. The hologram of Guardian of Forever. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The one who got me out of the uh, the, the Temporal Time Wyman yes, back exactly, in season yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Good old mate Carl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I really do like that idea that he sort of travels and goes everywhere and is observing everything. I was wondering if it's possibly Gary, Gary Seven. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that it might be a launching pad for another show because they have mm. said that there are other shows in the pipeline but yep. remained quiet. Is this going to be the assignment Earth that we never got back in the 60s? You oh, know, that'd be great. Yeah. They've they've done Strange New Worlds and that was set a record for pilot to to airing. Why not do this one as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you say, Watcher, well, actually, no, Guinan's a listener. That's a big mm. difference there. So yeah. Either way, if it directly ties into something, I think it'll be fun. I think they, like you say, they know their law. And in this show, they are really organically weaving it in. The only other one I would really like to see would be Mistral, um, who was from Carbon Creek from the 1950s. And he's still alive because it's only 70 years for a Vulcan. That's nothing. Um, You know, that would be nice to sort of see. And I don't know how he would mess things up or they would get him out. Uh, but mm. if they brought that actor back and he's slightly older and they explain yeah. what happened to him, why That'd he be would cool. be part of it, I don't know. How he mm. would cause a timey wiminess, I don't know. But uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Mm. We'll just have to find out. Um, if they can do some footage of Cisco in the riots, the Bell riots, just on a TV screen, I think that would be really good. If they just had that nice little touch and we see Cisco yeah. for the first time, I'm all in. I'm all in for that. Yes, I think people will be very excited about that. Mm-hmm. definitely um right that's picard i think um yeah. disco well i think we we spoke about this on twitter but this is my favorite episode of the season in fact mm. i think it might be my favorite episode of disco mm. Mm. i thought this was excellent yeah yeah i mean we, we've really hit hard on, on disco <laughs> recently but this was an excellent episode mm. yeah really really good episode yeah yeah yeah, it, it got all the science, like, believably right. A lot of it went over my head the first watch. I, was, I actually managed to get to see it a second time, despite Pluto's attempts to not make me watch it. Um, it. It was really good. It was fun. It felt like an even more believable Darmok. Because mm. when you rewatch Darmok a couple of times, you realize, well, why didn't he pick up it was metaphors way earlier yeah. than that? You know, there's a, there's a very easy solution going on there. But this, with mathematics working out star charts that actually are 2Ds of 3D. So let's do that with this. 
it all pieced together really well. Mm. Felt a little bit shoehorned that they brought the crew down, that they beamed them down into the cargo bay rather than doing it on the bridge. You know, like they used to yeah. with Star Trek, they, they would have a discussion on the bridge and then do it. It just felt like, why did they beam them down and then beam them back up again? Why don't they just stay there and they sort of work out the solution altogether? Um, I, I appreciated the fact they brought in the crew, though, that actually yeah. it wasn't just the higher-ups making the decisions, that everybody had something to say. I just felt like, why didn't they just stay in the scene? Like, yeah. don't beam them back out, leave, leave them there. Maybe this is a COVID thing, because obviously this was being made during mm. COVID and they mm. couldn't keep them there yeah. for too long. I don't, I don't know. But it just feels a bit, um, I don't know, weird to take their suggestions on board and not let them see the, the fruits of their labours. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Love the episode. Love the fact that, you know, talking, was what actually solved the day. Uh, they didn't fire a single phaser shot or anything like yes. that. There was some proper diplomacy and science going on, even if the science yep. is a bit weird. But, you know, it, it was fun. It was absolutely fun to watch. Yes, I agree. And I think um, another, um, talking of um, Girati's sort of standout performance, I think um, Jet Reno. Mm. Great stuff again. She's really great when she, you know, she's got, it's interesting because, her, her comedic stuff is fits really nicely. I think. I mean, I never. That's you know. There's lots of bits of disco that grate me mm-hmm. to a degree and different degrees, but her stuff never seems to sort of you know to sort of be annoying. Mm. Whereas a lot of other bits <laughs> can be quite <laughs> annoying. Um, and yeah, I just saw. Uh, yeah, she was great. That was mm. great. And, and Tarka. I mean, he's such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I don't. I, I I think I said this before, but I don't quite know why Book is putting up with this. Yeah, you know, I just I think I think that's broken now. I think that yeah. episode. I think you know, but you know, it, it just feels like he put up with it far too long. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it just he just doesn't have, seem to have any any stop button. There's there's no, no there's no real part of his character that is willing to entertain that somebody else has got the right answer, Um, which is a great character to have, you know, know, if you want drama in your episodes, uh, someone who would just never listen is a great thing, Uh, but it it makes characters who go along with him seem lesser. And I I feel like it has damaged book a little bit for me in that, you know, I feel like he would have sussed him out a lot sooner than this. Um, and I think there are elements of that throughout Disco. I feel like mm. this this season, season three, I really enjoyed, but this season particularly, I feel like there are moments where characters have made decisions where it doesn't quite marry with what we've seen before. I feel like mm. they would have made these decisions a lot sooner. Um, mm. And and it, as we've said before, season four, it feels like we should have done all this legwork ages ago. And there were parts of other episodes in the past that could have set this up so we could have enjoyed a really good core diplomatic set of four or five episodes at the very end of the season. Whereas this is all going to be rushed into one last yeah. episode. Yeah. There's, there's so much to sort out in one more episode mm. to come. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I hope they keep up the, you know, the, the success of this episode next yeah. episode, because, you know, a great ending episode could be mm. really good as well, you know, but you're right. I just feel, you know, they, they've got to, they've got to sort of meet, the 10C, or they seem they've got to meet them. Mm. They've got to negotiate with them. They've got to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. They've got to get the problem solved in their part of the universe. They've got, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot that's got to be done. 
and deal with Tarka. Yeah, yeah, deal with Tarka, of course. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I haven't even come to that, but yeah. Mm. And know, how so, he's, he's undermined what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know, and so uh, why one episode? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they knock it out of the park and you'll think, wow, that was a fantastic episode again, you know, and, and we'd be like, can't wait for season five. Mm-hmm. But um, it just feels... They, they seem to have a problem with ending the season. <laughs> you know, all the, I, for me, all the, the end of seasons have been rushed. Yeah. You know, and I know they're, they're working with less episodes, but, mm. you know, take that into account and, and maybe lose some of the, the, the stuff. I mean, there's that whole episode. I mean, maybe that will come back into it, but there's a whole episode on the planet with the, the alien species. It, it seems at the moment, like that was a pointless episode. Yep. What was yeah. the point of that? I mean, other than setting up that Burnham was going to tag the isolinium back in the, the poker episode, but you could have done that or, or you could have had that in one sentence conversation at the very beginning of the show. We've been tagging our shipments because they've been attacked lately by the Orions. Done. Yep. That yep. whole episode is done. Yep. Maybe rehoming a species because they took that species who were in hibernation and then rehomed them on the planet. They could use that as an, you know, evidence that they could help the Ten C out and give them a new home in the galaxy. I don't. I thought maybe yeah, I mean, that was that was yeah, the only yeah. thing I can think of. But yeah. if they've got to have that conversation, that should be a large chunk of that episode. Is exactly. saying we're going to rehome you and give you a yeah. new home. Um, yeah, that feels like they're going to waste a lot of that episode if that is it. Yeah. Or is it a cliffhanger? Are they going to perhaps cut off discovery from the rest of the galaxy? We never see the Milky Way again. And Disco is going to go, you know, intergalactic and we're going to go from galaxy to galaxy. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is that those those aliens were the 10C. No, oh, like uh, that's vers- the only versions thing I, you of, know, yeah. You know, that, that's the only thing, you know, and that, that, that act of kindness mm. comes back to, to pay off, you know. That's the only thing I can think of that would make it worthwhile, really. Mm. And even the one with the... Um, on the um on the comets, yeah. You know, where, where did that go? What, what happened with you know? Yeah, that's two I've... episodes I can think of. I mean, again, maybe we're doing a disservice because maybe it all makes sense in the end. But yeah. but you know, it, it, with that episode, you're establishing that the DMA is dangerous. Well, it just destroyed yeah. Quajon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it destroyed a planet. We already know it's dangerous. We don't yeah. need to have that point hammered home. And no. I think that is my general problem with this season. It feels like they spend too much time reinforcing something that could be done a lot quicker um you know when they have a discussion about how they're feeling brilliant i love a discussion about mental health and wanting to share emotions and things like that that's brilliant but they seem to have that same conversation three or four times in the same episode you've done it once you've established this now we need to know how you deal with this mental health issue um it feels like it just takes too long to explain what everybody already knows yeah yeah but there we go. So we start. We're like um, <laughs> Wardorf and Statler. <laughs> we sort of started off going, "This is great. This is great." And now we're like, "Oh, that's just rubbish." It's yeah, awful. I know. <laughs> I have to say, I think I enjoyed season one of Disco the most. Did you? Yeah, okay. I, I. You know, as much as season two had some great stuff in it, I feel yeah. like consistency-wise, hmm. you know, it was about the Klingon War, and then I know yeah. they went over to the the Mirror Universe, but that sort of tied back in again. Yeah, um, I think overall, when I'm looking back on it, season one is so far my favourite disco season. Which mm-hmm. I don't know, I know you're thinking about season ones, but yes. there we go. Um, I'll I have think to watch season it again. three is my favourite, other than other than yeah. the burn. 
that's true. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the burn is just was just so bad. But I'm not even. <laughs> do you know what? Let's stop that because you know this is just becomes a a disco hate podcast. <laughs> And we don't want to become one of those. No, no exactly. No. no. Um, anyway, just start uh, ranting, won't we? I can't think of anything else to say on disco. We've got we've got no. the final tomorrow. The finale yes. comes here in the UK. Um, it's now available over in the states, so people have yep. already seen it. So we'll just have to yes. see. Right. Finally, <laughs> the the final frontier. The final frontier. Yes. <laughs> With some strange new worlds and strange new casts, um, yes. we have. Kirk, a new Kirk we for do. Strange New Worlds. Uh, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let Dan just talk about this one. <laughs> you need to talk about your emotions. This is disco. <laughs> talk, talk about how you're feeling and you need to say it at least five times. Go on. <laughs> I have to say, as much as I've praised the fan service in Picard, I mean, this is really harsh because we haven't even seen the first episode of the first season, let alone, mm. you know, into season two. But... <laughs> It just feels a misstep to me. And I may well come to regret what I've just said. I may well come to say in whatever it is, a year or two's time, when we're talking about the late, the first episode of season two, that was amazing. You know, and I hope I do. But the problem with putting Kirk, there's two problems. Well, there's a, there's a few problems, in fact, with putting <laughs> Kirk in, in Strange New Worlds, I think, at this point. One is, why Kirk? Why not a new character? I mean, I know, you know, obviously Kirk is, you know, it's a foundation stone of Star Trek. And and, and in some ways, that's a, a good reason not to bring him in. Yeah. You know, in some ways. And, but the other thing is, unless it's going to be two or three seasons, which I, I don't think Strange New Worlds, I can't see that. Mm. Then we're, we're, we're not getting to the end of Pike's story necessarily, but we're, bringing in the end of Pike's story was seemingly quite early. Mm. So either Kirk is going to have to be maybe a one-off appearance or, but he's not, I think he's part of the, the cast or Kirk's going to sort of, I mean, again, we're talking from knowing nothing, but, you know, sort of dominate in some way, you know, the, the fact that Kirk's there mm. brings Pike's end closer even just metaphorically mm. you know it's he is the he's the omega pike's omega in a way, <laughs> he is yeah sense. absolutely no and so and, and i just think it's again too much fan service i mean you know i i've, I've said this before and I, I feel like i'm banging my head against the wall and I'm, <laughs> i probably all the people that listen to this probably think oh, here he goes he's off again <laughs> but, you know give me new characters to love Give me new characters to find out about and, you know, and to sort of, you know, do you know what I mean? And, and again, I mean, maybe I'm contradicting myself with what I've said about Picard, but, you know, Picard is is a, a show about an existing character. Strange New Worlds isn't, it is and it isn't, it sort of is, mm. but it isn't really, you know, it's, it's, it's about a character that we know a little bit about and it's the new stories of that character or those characters you know and so be new with it yeah the show's and, called uh, strange new worlds yeah absolutely. why why are you what why are you going back on old stuff we've seen before yeah, yeah. It, i mean that, to me you know that's the problem um as i say i hope that i eat my words mm. 
Mm. I really do. And I think, you know, again, I mean, if, if Strange New Worlds is anything like Picard seems to be the second season, then we're in for a treat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and then, and if it is, I trust the, the producers and stuff to, to do it right. But mm. equally, you know, I don't, at this moment in time, I don't see the need or the point of having Kirk. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, the, the whole thing, thing of having Pike is exciting because it is a part of the universe we've heard about, but we could explore. And yeah. you've got at least five years, I think, in the canon of it, you know, to explore. So you could have had five good, solid Pike Anson Mount performance years where we learn about um, how he commanded, knowing that he knows how he's going to die at the end and how that might affect this captain. If maybe they're bringing in Kirk um, because he knows he's going to die, he's going to move on to become this uh, fleet commander and he wants a replacement and he's trying to, he's going through loads of captains all through the fleet and he's trying to find out who's the one who's going to take the enterprise. Maybe. Um, But, you know, and if it's a, maybe I was thinking, what if it is a standalone episode, but it's timey-wimey and Pike is actually going into what is the TOS era and we're going to jump forward and actually see Kirk and, you know, Spark and McCoy And then he goes back to his own time and he knows that actually Kirk is going to be the one to replace him. And then he's sort of building that up. These are all great, you know, things that I would hope that would come in. Um, But it kind of, I don't know, given that we didn't know anything about season one until that trailer dropped just last week. Yes. And we still don't really know anything about the the show other than the people in it. um, To already give us a spoiler like this, a huge casting spoiler for season two, does it really belie kind of a, a, a distrust or um, a lack of faith that the producers have in what season one has to offer, that they have to already go to the, the Kirk mm. well so early? Um, it's yeah. worrying. It's worrying for it me is, on that yeah. side. Yeah. That being said, I think he looks fantastic. I think he looks amazing as a Kirk. Um, I've seen still images where he's wearing a different badge. So yes. presumably he's a captain of another ship and they're yep. not going to go straight into him becoming Captain Kirk of the Enterprise. Um, I think he'll he'll do great. I've never seen him in anything. I don't know if um, uh, you've seen Vampire Diaries because I know that no, that's I what no, he's famous for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he'll be he'll be fine. He, he seems to be a, a well respected actor from from his fan base. Um, so I'm looking forward to what he does. But that behind the scenes, you know, look at all the stuff we've seen in Enterprise where they uh, resorted to bringing in the Borg and the Ferengi in yeah. season two because they were getting desperate for ratings. Mm-hmm. Is this a is this another enterprise's ratings grab? Um, and it, wow. and I don't know. I just that's at the back of my mind. I love the fact that Kirk is coming in. That you know, it makes perfect sense that eventually he will hand over to him. But um, you know, wouldn't it have been better if the last five minutes of the last episode of Strange New Worlds, as I was texting to you on Twitter, had been a little letter that Pike was writing to the next commander, and it ends with "I dare you to do better." And then this guy picks up that letter and it's Captain Kirk. They yeah. never meet. They never have that handover other than the, the, the commander's letter, which is a real naval tradition. You write yeah. the letter to the next commander of your ship and you never actually meet like passing yeah. ships in the night. And I think it just that would have been so good to have never mm-hmm. seen Kirk. He's almost, you know, the the chef character from Enterprise. We never see him. He's, he's referred to, you know, this captain of the Farragut who's out there thousands of light years away. But we never actually meet him 
until that last final five minutes. Mm. I think that that would have just had a bigger impact for me rather than yes. having him coming in so early. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm. I mean, I think that's interesting. I think because in a funny sort of way, um, I haven't really thought about it, but Kirk looms over this season, this series in a way, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And we know, as you say, the, the really interesting thing about this in some ways is we know the end. Mm-hmm. We don't know how we get there. Yeah. We know the end. And that that's sort of fascinating in its own way. It's an, un, an unusual... I'm trying to think if there's any other... I can't think... I mean, I'm sure that there are episodes that start at the end and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, there's... Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And, mm. and and so, you know, almost you don't need... I mean, again, who knows? We just don't know enough That's to it. really say this. You know, this may be a masterstroke. Mm. This may be, you know, one of the greatest storytelling Star <laughs> Trek ever. You know, it might be it might be amazing. But, you know, yeah, we can go on what we got, so... And in two years, when we actually finally watch the show, more than yeah. happy to slap the back of our hands how silly we were of course they did that with the story. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Happy to be wrong. But, yeah. I'm, you know, you have to acknowledge that at the back of your head, there's just something yeah. saying, is this a good idea? Does it make sense? Um, and, of course, we're a podcast. We can't just say we love it and then that's it. That would be five minutes. I mean, great yeah. for editing. Love that yes. editing. That's fantastic. <laughs> but we have to discuss this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, before anyone comes into the episode and hates this new Kurtzman era and thinks that we're agreeing with you, we're not. No, we're, not. we're not. No, definitely not. No. We moan and groan. Yeah, but, but it's because we love it. Because we love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, because we love it, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, then, and then, of course, what happens is you moan and groan, and then every so often Picard comes along. Yeah. Oh, you're like, you know, so you know what I mean? And good. It pays off. You know, yeah, let's just come back to Picard. It's so much better. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of all the other things. There was, um, I, I did like the the Battle of Vulcan where Rios was sort of working things out, and he was like, mm. "What did I say?" And, like, <laughs> yeah. Listening to all the, the orders that he was given, I said that. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, I said that. <laughs> and the the way that he was trying to work out whether seven was seven, and yes. she was like, uh, "It's an open yes. channel. You can say whatever you want." And he just went seven. <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there we go. Just love it. What Absolutely a, love it. That's a great way to end the show. Absolutely there we go. Brilliant. Yes. Right. I will let you go because uh, you're a busy man. Uh, yeah, I've got to go, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah that's it. Normally I get to rant on and <laughs> waffle on for as long as I like. But... Yeah, we don't yeah, have a 24-hour podcast. So that, that's the only problem. So that's, that's the only problem. Uh, right. Well, um, where can people find you? Um, as ever, Academic Trek 47 on Twitter. That's where I am. Um, yeah. Find me there. Excellent. And yeah, uh, jump over to Temple Trek, everybody. Um, I think everyone who listens to this is pretty much already on Temple Trek, but just in case there's that one person. Right. Well, we'll, we'll be watching uh, more Disco and Picard and we'll yes. probably get back next week. Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And who, what we got next week for um, Temple Trek breaking the uh, we got time? Cat, we got Catwalk. Oh, Catwalk, of course. We yeah, yes. yes. We're, so we're recording with Tyler from the Too Young for This Trek podcast. Oh, yes. That'd be interesting. Um, so yeah we can't talk about all the stuff i've got an idea on how we're going to do that where we might t- jump out the episode and i'll have a pre-recorded bit where i'll talk about any links to previous episodes so that tyler doesn't hear it um uh, but you know it could be 20 minutes of us talking about the episode and then there's nothing else we can say because we can't say it in front of tyler um but we'll see we'll see how that goes yes. right okay S- see everybody later yeah take care thanks for listening Bye bye
Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Nexus Nights episode. If you'd like to get in contact, you can search us on Facebook or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Or you can find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. The show itself is a work of pure fiction on my part and all the views and opinions I express are my own and are not reflective of the rights holders of Star Trek. The intro music, The Dust Clears, and the outro music, Changes, are by Jim Hall. Check out his work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek Nexus Nights is hosted on Anchor FM. If you enjoyed this content and would like to support the show, follow, subscribe, review, and of course, share on social media for me, and I'll catch you next time.